Oh, mama, zuma, zuma, bakala. Hey, how you doing, everybody? This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Trends This Week. Eh, a couple of minutes late, but not that late. And some uh, computer difficulties. You know, by the way, the next world war will be, you know, these tanks and aircraft carriers. They'll be as powerful as horses and spears and guillotine, uh, catapults. And this is the, the new millennium warfare is going to be. It's going to be cyber. It's going to be it. It's going to be hypersonic missiles. It'll be deadly poisons of magnitudes beyond what we can imagine. It'll be the total destruction. And all you have to do is just look what happens when power goes out, or you, you know, and, and the chaos that happens. So just imagine total blackouts for days and weeks and months. So anyway, here I am, and here you are. Well, Progressive Radio Network listeners, that have a couple of extra bucks or have them. And I don't give financial advice that invested in gold are golden. That's right. When we sent out our trend alert on June 6, 2019, not ancient history, two months ago, gold was at $1,132. Today, gold broke over the $1,500 an ounce mark. I am the only person in the world that I know of, and I'm not bragging, but it's my business to call the shots. You know, you get a diagnosis by the doctor, it's the diagnosis. I'm just doing what they don't do on Gary Null's show. You know, they're not uh, espresso drinkers. Just finished my last sip. I'm the first person that called the gold bull run. It's there. Indisputable. The greatest depression has begun. You're going to wait for the official word? And you know how good the officials are. The official scum. How late were they in calling the panic of 08? How late? Well, it's not coming. We wrote about this in our Trends Journal. That guy they used to have there before, Bernanke. Well, there's never been a uh, national 
emergency where we saw real estate prices collapse across the country. The words to that effect. You look at, you read the Fed minutes. They, they wait five years to put them out. Isn't that great? In the democracy of the United States, we got a private bank running the, the show and they don't let us look at the minutes until five years. You can see how stupid they were five years ago. They didn't see it coming. We are in the first stages of the greatest depression. Believe it or not, think for yourself. Are you prepared for the greatest depression? If you're in business, you got a job. Is it going to survive the worst economic crisis in modern history? You know, the first jobs that are going to go in the real estate business, your real estate agent. Oh, by the way, I said about espresso. Ah, I have one, sh one, one a day. And I get really good Italian beans and have a, have a fan from Switzerland that sends me coffee, Racine. Oh. But what I do is I grind it by hand. I bought a German hand grinder. It takes me about 200 turns and grind it really fine. Because when you put the, the beans in a electric grinder, it burns the beans. And that's why you get the burnt taste of coffee. Like you get at Starbucks. I can't stand that stuff. I had a couple of cups and that's it. My whole life. They've been slow growing up, but I stopped going to McDonald's at 26, stopped eating fast food. <laughs> Other things took me a little longer to get over. Going back to the Greatest Depression. Let's say you're in the advertising business. What's going to happen when shops close, auto sales plummet, retail sector dives? What will you do? When will the Great Depression begin? It's already begun. You're intelligent people. It comes as no surprise to you. In fact, most people know it. They're living it. They feel it in their pocketbooks and in every bone of their body. Yeah, that's right. They feel it in their pocketbooks. Mortgages, or monthly rent, car loans, student loans, credit card debt. And they feel in their bones, they're depressed. And the big pharma peddler-o-files have drugged them out. Oh, you got depression? Take this antidepressant drug. Oh, yeah, it's great for you. Oh, it'll help you out really good. Give us your money, you stupid SOB. This greatest depression 
It's bigger than the economy. It's your wealth, your health, and your life. When this thing comes down, man, it's going to be ugly. It's coming down already, and you can see the ugly. Look what's going on with these mass shootings. We need gun control. Grow up. Grow up. You need gun control. Hey, stupid. What happened over there in Kabul? Uh, Excuse me, Kyoto, uh, Japan. Oh, some crazy person burnt down an animation studio. Burnt it down. You're going to ban flammable liquids and matches, moron? Oh, look what just happened over there in, uh, in, 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 in Afghanistan. Or was it Sudan? No, maybe it was Pakistan. It was all of them. People putting explosives in cars and blowing up people around them. Or driving them down. You don't need a gun to commit murder. How about the murders in China with the knives in Japan? The guy killed 17 people with a knife. It's the greatest depression. It's bigger than money. It's life. Tune into the news. Tune it in. Find out what happened. Or subscribe to the Trends Journal and find out what's going to happen. Listen to Progressive Radio Network. Get the progressive views, the enlightened views. Stay stupid. Not you, of course. There are other people that don't tune into this. They keep listening to the crap. They keep swallowing it as they shove it down your throat. As the world leader in trend forecasting, we're best equipped to provide you with analysis, strategies, and action plans that will help you avoid the dangers ahead. And there are going to be high-profit trend opportunities as well that can bring your profession, your business, and to, to new heights. And if you want to subscribe, go to trendsjournal.com. And if you can't afford the full price, we give you a discount. It's only $129 a year. The people that subscribe to the Trends Journal that listen to read what we said are golden. And those of you who know me, I do this for the same reason Gary Null does it. To bring liberty, love, joy, and beauty to a planet that's being destroyed by maniacs, psychopaths, sociopaths, scum, repulsive kins, and dumbocraps in a country near you. The greatest depression has begun. Don't wait for the official word. Or do whatever you want, actually. I, I take that back. Do what you want. Follow the leaders. 
I was not put on this earth, ladies and gentlemen, and children of all ages, to take orders. I don't give them, I don't take them. I follow advice. I'm an open-minded man. I listen all the time. People talk. I'm all ears. If I respect them, and as they speak, they make sense. I read, as Gary Null does, vociferously, looking for data and information. I don't follow orders. I don't salute generals, general this, F you. I'm not your boy. We have to turn this country around very quick or we're going to go down really hard. And the only way I see it coming back is through peace and prosperity. Could they dig those words? No. We're going to put more sanctions on them than Venezuelans, I says. I'm Donald Trump, another hump of a piece of crap, another garbage man, another slimer that has run and ruined this nation. Oh, no, I love Obama. I love Obama. Yeah, you love Obama and you love Michelle. You all could go to hell because that's where Obama's going to go if you believe in that stuff for all the people that he's murdered. Look what he's done to Libya. Oh, they just killed 42 people in another bombing attack over there in one of the cities in Libya, the richest country in Africa, where the people had more rights than anywhere else in that region. That slimy, low-life, piece of garbage crap. I love Obama. All you people from Woodstock that are 15 minutes away keep sucking up his crap and licking it up rather than being a man or a woman and calling the slimy murderers out. We need to occupy peace. I am a warrior for the Prince of Peace. I will not die for war. When war comes, it's too late. If you don't do something to help us occupy peace, fine. You get what you deserve, and I'm sick and tired of people saying, I can't do anything. Only young people will do it. Only young people will do it. Grow up. The founding fathers weren't young people. There were some of them. You learn more as you go through life. They used to respect the elders. The young follow. The young are looking for advice. They have the energy that we don't have. That's why it's going on over there in Hong Kong. Seven million plus people. Two million out in the streets, day in, day night. And in America, nothing. Nothing. Oh, yeah, I'm going to put on pink pussy hats. And we're all going to get pink pussy hats. Yeah. Great. I've got a million people. You got two, 326 million people in this country. You're making a big deal about a million people going out? Oh, yeah, we're going to make a big deal about it. Gutless, courageless, passionless people of America. I bought three of the most historic buildings in America, on the most historic four corners in America, after I came back from Berlin in 2012. I was looking to leave the country because I had enough of the garbage, the crap that they're destroying this nation with. 
And I realized there's no place to go. There's no place to hide. There are two-bit freaks running a country everywhere. This is my country. I couldn't be me if I was born in Ottavilla Apino, Vica Quenza. I'm me because I'm a Monopolitano, born in the Bronx. My blood is Italian. My heart is American. The freedom that the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, that's why I bought those buildings. That's why I launched Occupy Peace. Love it or leave it? No, you leave it. I love it. And I don't need some clown in a robe or some low-life little politician to tell me how to interpret the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, or the Declaration of Independence. I could do it myself. We are at a critical stage here. You better prepare for the worst. If you don't prepare for the worst and the worst happens, you lose everything. If you prepare for the worst and the worst doesn't happen, you've lost nothing. Nothing. Guns, gold, and a getaway plan. That's for me. That's for me. GCs, three Gs. Adios, Jose. When that, uh, imagine 9 11. If one of those planes hit the antiquated piece of crap killing field called Indian Point Nuclear Power Plant in Buchanan, New York. I saw that being built, by the way, as a kid. My father, may have saw rest in peace, had a yacht club in Montrose. It was right around the Greens Cove, right around the corner. I watched the whole thing being built. They used to go water skiing in the Hudson River. And big ships used to go up in there. Boy, did I get sick, too, like swallowing that water. I had a thing called Quincy Throat. I got my tonsils out at 19 years old. Ooh, that was painful. I wake up one morning, and I got blood on the towel. I couldn't swallow. And I wake up my father. He's pop. I said, I'm, I'm hemorrhaging. I'm bleeding. He said, what time is it? It's about 5 o'clock in the morning. I said, it's 5 o'clock. He said, go back to bed. He said, the hospital doesn't open until 9. <laughs> Yeah, we, were, we weren't hypochondriacs in my family. <laughs> anyway, the, uh, I watched Indian Point being built. What if, what if that plane hit one of those, uh, hit Indian Point? What if there's a terrorist strike against nuclear power plants in two or three places around the country? You're going to see Bedlam like you've never seen before. You ready? Do you have an escape route? Yeah, your, your handheld is not going to do any, any good. The only good, you know, it's nothing. I had all maps out. Used to, I still have them. I, I just buy maps when I used to travel around the local areas. I was going to take back roads up to Canada because they close off the main ones. And I had my guns gold and a getaway plan. If things got worse, I was out of here. As people were freaking out, poof, I went into action immediately. I watched it as it was happening. It's coming down. Today, the Dow futures were up. Pretty strong. Now the Dow's down about 300 points. 
It's down more. It's only going to get worse. Are you prepared for the greatest depression? Job, your business, your home, your life. And when this thing comes down, it's going to be ugly. Riots, murder, thievery. Thievery. Make sure you're in control of what you have. Don't turn it over to anybody else. I've made that mistake in my life, and I've paid handsomely for it. Or I should say stupidly for it. I put my trust in others. As I say, you want to know why the world is so screwed up? Take a look at your family. Take a look at people you know that are screwed over you. And I make this really clear, you know. I was no Jesus Christ when I was a young guy. <laughs> or anybody that could come close to that. I pulled my crap in my life. But you grow up and you learn and you advance. And that's what Progressive Radio Network is about. Progressive, progressive, progressive advancing. That's what it's about. Moving to higher levels. Moving beyond where you are now. Spiritually, physically, morally, ethically. It's up to you to change the future. How can anybody be so weak as to think that they are subservient to repulsive kings? And dumbo craps. How can they be so stupid? You can't beat a Trump, a hump, clumped by Trump, Obama, that little criminal piece of garbage, and it runs in the family, George W. Bush. Bush. Yeah. A weed. A slimy little weed. And talking about slimy, Slick Willie Clinton. Another murderous, freaky, lowlife piece of scum, garbage crap. Oh, and by the way, I will call them this to their face. They forgot two words, all these people, all these dumbocrats and repulsive kins, from the city level to the county level to the state level to the federal level. Two words, public servants, capisce? You work for me. I pay your salary. Do what I tell you to do. No. We got staff behind us. You got little flunkies. I was the assistant to the secretary of the New York State Senate. 
The worst job I ever had in my life watching grown men grovel to suck their way up to the top. You're in control of the future. To me, hell is taking that last breath and knowing you weren't the person you said you were or could have been. And that's why I am on Progressive Radio Network. Because I honor all that Gary Null and his staff have done. Gary Null has been out there from the very beginning, long before and way ahead of me. He grew up quicker than I did. <laughs> and that's why I'm on Progressive Radio Network, to keep supporting all that's done and all that he does. The future is in our hands. We can change it. We have to change it. Or else we're going to go down with the ship. We could take that pee out of there and throw a T in, and that's what it's going to be. That's what you're going to go down on. The piles of it. The greatest depression is underway. Capiche? You know it's here. You're intelligent people. It comes as no surprise. We're living it. We're feeling it in our pocketbooks and in every bone in our body. Don't say I didn't warn you. We sent out an email to our subscribers, next subscribers telling him to take action now before the worst of the Great Depression strikes. Don't wait until it's too late. Prepare now. Prepare, prevail, and prosper. The future is in your hands. There'll be opportunities, many opportunities, at a much higher level than the low level that we're at now. An opportunity for a renaissance. So I'm going to take a break now, and we'll be back in a few. The Progressive Radio Network is a thinking person's network for our world's progressive visionaries and stakeholders and great thinkers to assemble on a commercial-free and listener-supported network. Our provocative hosts speak freely and passionately on intriguing and urgent topics such as health and news and politics and women's issues and philosophy and more that directly impact our lives. Progressive Radio Network takes chances. Our voices and ideas are not always welcomed by corporate media. So Progressive Radio Network is a very important outlet for these great thinkers. Progressive Radio Network presents the award-winning personal computer show, the original personal computer radio show of all things computing. I'm Hank Key and my colleague is Joe King. The show can be heard each Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on PRN.FM on the Internet. 
We cover all things computing, and our viewpoint is always what's in the best interest of the consumer community. Gadget guy, but I love gadgets that really do the trick, like the new app. The Progressive Radio Network has an app thanks to our friends at Audio Now. Hey, this is Mark Farrell, host of Insight on Thursdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we broadcast live out of New York City. But if you can't catch the show live, no frets. It's always archived, it's always on the app. Download it now, listen now, listen later, whenever you want. The Progressive Radio Network app is available from our friends at Audio Now. Check it out. PRN would like to thank its listeners for making us number one on Xeno Radio's phone service and also the top-searched internet radio station on Google. Thank you for helping us move forward. That musician will have his trumpet in his hand. Huh? No, no, no. Don't, don't think anything else other than a musical instrument. Everybody's so uptight. Man, you listen to all... Man, I, women, I got to be equal here. You listen to all these old songs, man. They were great. Uh, fun. No fun. But when the greatest depression comes, fun is in. Happy days are here again. Da, 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 da. Yep, leave your worries by the doorstep. Life could be so sweet on the sunny side of the street. And I'm on the sunny side of John Street here in uptown Kingstown in Colonial Kingston, the only place in the United States with pre-revolutionary war stone buildings on each four corners. Each of the four corners, I should say. We got Matt from Oregon. On the line. Hello there, Matt. Oh, hello, Gerald. Um, it seems like an appropriate time to call in and ask about this particular subject. I was just curious of how, well, uh, about your opinion about what's been going on with uh, Deutsche Bank, and just if you can give just an overall rundown of of, of how you think things have been played, uh, why, how it's been able to stay afloat since 2016 and uh, you know uh, talk a little bit about the 49 trillion dollar derivatives that they have supposedly and uh, there's even been talk why I've been reading that investors have been uh, pulling out as much as a billion dollars a day and just you know again just want to just curious how you think it's going to play out in the next few months well, it's, it's, it's um, you know, Deutsche Bank, I, I believe HSBC just fired the new guy that they just brought in. Um, no, the whole banking system, you know, much of it is in trouble. And not only, as you mentioned, Deutsche Bank, of course, uh, you know, the, the German bank. And you look what's going on in China, you know, with their banking systems as well, outside the People's Bank of China. They've lowered reserve ratio requirements that with banks need to have on hand to make loans out to 
you know, down to next to nothing. So the whole debt bubble, it used to be the debt bubble was estimated to be at, um, let's see, about uh, 250 trillion. And that was the last number that came out was about a year ago. So it's probably up to about 280 trillion now. Plus how this happened, as you well know, Matt, you, you sound like a very informed person. The, um, the only way that the, the markets were boosted up, according to the Levy Institute, Economics Institute, uh, Bloomberg says the Federal Reserve of the United States pumped in $9 trillion following the panic of 08 to boost up the equity markets. No, it's not $9 million. They left it 20 off. 29, excuse me, $9 trillion. $29 trillion, nearly $30 trillion into the banking system and into their buddy systems. And that's why you have the 1% owning everything. So it's, it's, it's collapsing now. It's collapsing. And you, met, you mentioned about the money that being pulled out. Where do you put your money? Where do you put your money? So let's, let's really be stupid about this and, and go with the flow. So we're looking now at um, central banks around the world are cutting rates dramatically. The 10-year yield on an American treasury is now at 1.6%. I mention that because there's a thing called inverted yield. A three-month gives you a better yield than a 10-year treasury note. The 30-year treasury bond is now nearing an all-time low. So that means that when you have an inverted yield curve, the data proves that a recession follows. The spread between the two-year treasury yield and the 10-year yield, which is, which is a, a long-time recession gauge, hit a low of 7.4 basis points, its lowest level since June 6, 2007. Ah, June 6, by the way, 2019 was the day I called the gold bull run. So this is very important because that's why you're seeing gold prices go up so much. There's nowhere to put your money. They want to put it in safe havens like uh, 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 treasury notes, but you're not getting anything back on it. So you're looking also in Germany, uh, the, the, the rates in Germany, they're at record lows across the board. So that's what's going on. And it's only going to get worse because, as you well know, and I guess you want me to tell the audience, the only way they pumped up these failing markets is with monetary methadone. As I say, they didn't teach me 
about negative zero interest rate policy or quantitative easing in economics 101 or graduate school. They made this crap up and the crap is falling and it's only going to get worse. Yeah, oil. Oil's a big one. Oil prices now just dropped 5%. 5%! You know why? Because they're not buying the stuff around the world. Manufacturing indexes are slumping all over. Retail's going down. Walmart's just announced it's closing 200 U.S. stores. It's the beginning of the greatest depression. There's no way out. There's a quick way out, actually. They're going to lower interest rates dramatically. Dramatically. And that'll pump them up a little bit. But the way that the Fed had pumped the markets up before when recession came, they lower interest rates like, you know, five percentage points. They only have another two to go. That's all they got left. They're going to put more quantitative easing. You go to Europe, they have negative interest rates. Negative. Japan, negative interest rates. So, and you're looking at copper prices. That's a big one to look at. We call it Dr. Copper. Dr. Copper. You call it Dr. Copper because copper is used in just about everything. From high tech to heavy industry. Right now, copper prices are at a one-year low. Much lower than a one-year low. They're not buying this stuff. Has nothing to do with trade wars or tariffs. It has to do with all the money that has been created following the Great Recession went to the 1%. All the rest of us got was trickle down. That's it. They trickle down on us. That's why Walmart's closing 200 stores. So I don't give financial advice or stock advice, but I will say this. The retail sector is going to get slammed. The real estate sector, you're even seeing it now with mortgage rates dropping. Real estate's not picking up at levels near where it should be going with mortgage rates being as low as they are right now. Matter of fact, I remember, you know, I was the first, it's on our website, trendsjournal.com. Go to, go to the website, trendsjournal.com, and, and you look up our forecast. I forecast a dot-com bust in October of 2000 and, excuse me, in, in October of 1999, I said it would bust by the second quarter of 2000. 
The bust happened in March of 2000. And then we went into a recession. People forgot that because the Afghan war, 9-11 happened. When all else fails, they take you to war. That's the other thing. When all else fails, they take you to war. But anyway, going back to real estate agents. Everybody in the late 1990s was getting into the dot-com business. And I'm listening to this stuff and say, it doesn't make sense to me. Everything they're saying doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. I can't follow it. It doesn't make sense. And that's when I realized the reason it doesn't make sense to me and I can't understand it is because it made no sense what they were saying back then. And that's why I call the dot-com bust. All those people that lost their jobs in the dot-com bust became, many of them became real estate agents. When the big real estate boom happened, when they started lowering interest rates following the, the uh, 9-11 and the Afghan war and pumped up, artificially pumped up the market. So I don't give financial advice for those that invest your retail sector, real estate sector, sayonara. Adios. Is it going to go straight down? No. Nothing goes straight down or straight up. Except when you're in the dying end of it. And then it's, poof, Jack, you're dead. Yep, got to be equal here. And Jill. So, I hope I answered that question, Matt. And if anybody else has any questions, feel free to call in at one 874-4888-888-874-4888. So that's where we're with on that. And going back to the oil prices. That's going to help consumers a lot. It's going to hurt the equity markets a lot because that energy sector is going to crash out. There, Matt was talking about debt. You want to talk about debt? Look at all the fracking debt. Yeah. It's a perfect name for it. Fracking debt. And all of the energy company debt. And Matt was also talking about all the loans. Collateralized loan obligations. Derivatives. The bubble is huge and it's bursting in front of us. It's there for all to see. And again, I urge you to consider subscribing to the Trends Journal at trendsjournal.com. Trendsjournal.com. If you want to know what happened, tune into the news. If you want to know what's going to happen, Subscribe to the Trends Journal, the only place where you'll get tomorrow's news today, history, before it happens. Our subscribers are golden. Gold is now at $1,506. When I called it, gold was selling at 1332 Yep. And people asking about silver. Silver follows gold. I'm not an expert in the silver field. 
I consider myself pretty knowledgeable in the gold field since I've been buying gold since 1978. Made a lot. At one time, I was 30 years, 30 years old, I started buying it, actually, 32. I made um, $5,000 bet. I put into almost three quarters of a million dollars by buying gold futures. And then I lost most of it. I was out of my mind, young guy. But I made enough so I could quit my job as a chief government affairs specialist for the chemical industry in D.C., between Chicago and D.C., major trade association I worked for. I was getting environmental legislation killed during the height of the environmental movement. As I said, you grow up, you learn. But I made enough money so I could quit my job because I started hating what I was doing and realizing what I was doing. And I began the Trends Research Institute 40 years ago, in just a couple of months, 40 years. I was a youth. So this thing's coming down. It's going to hit hard. Prepare, prevail, and prosper. You don't have to go down with the sinking ship of state. The amount of global debt with negative yields balloons to $15 trillion. That's according to Deutsche Bank. <laughs> yep. So what's going on is that governments are essentially getting paid to borrow money because people are becoming increasingly desperate looking for safe havens for their wealth. So they're putting it into the bonds and getting negative yields. But that's why they're also putting it into gold. $15 trillion in negative yields. That number's nearly tripled since last October. More monetary easing, more cheap money pumped into the bull to keep it running. It's addicted. It's a drug addict. It's a money addict. It's as simple as that. The future isn't bright, but we can make it brighter. As I mentioned before, when all else fails, they take you to war. You're seeing it going on with India now. Going to battle. In Kashmir. against Pakistan. The Indian markets are tanking. The United States now putting crippling sanctions on Venezuela and talking more and more about overthrowing the government regime change. 
When all else fails, they take you to war. Israel, Netanyahu, won the election, can't form a party because he wants an agreement. He's being called out for corruption. But if he gets elected, he'll be immune to it because he's El Prime Minister. He can't cut the deal. Ramping it up against Iran. When all else fails, they take you to war. And that's why it's very important to occupy peace. If we don't occupy peace, we have these pieces of crap that will drag us into war. This is a replay. I've said this before and you can hear it again. Trade wars, okay, you know that one. Currency wars, they're blaming China for purposely devaluing the yuan. They're not purposely devaluing it. The yuan is going down because their economy is going down. They don't want a cheap currency. They want a cheap currency so they can export more. People are buying less. China is the largest importer of energy. Oil is based in petrodollars. The lower their yuan goes, the more it costs them to buy product, oil and everything else that they're importing. They don't want a weak currency. But they're going to call a currency war. Trade war, currency war, world war. Slip in the middle there, Greatest Depression. Well, Great Depression, 1930s. Greatest Depression, 1920s. Trade war, currency war, Greatest Depression, world war, bye-bye. I don't know how the Third World War will be fought said Einstein, but I know the fourth will be fought with sticks and stones. And that's why it's time to occupy peace. It's only going to get worse. Er. <laughs> yep. So here we go. Central banks in New Zealand, India, and Thailand all announced larger than expected cuts to interest rates on Wednesday. That's today. The Reserve Bank in India, who I said they're starting a war to get their people's mind off what's going down, they cut rates by 35 basis points for the fourth straight meeting this year. Bank of Thailand cut rates 25 basis points. The Reserve Bank of New Zealand, 50 basis point cut, twice the expected level. In Australia, they got rates at record lows. They're pumping more monetary methadone in to the system to keep the addicted bull alive 
resorting to lower interest rates in this environment to boost money supply in the economy and stroke demand and provide growth impetus is only going to work for a very short time. This has nothing to do with trade wars. It has to do with a global slowdown. We forecast the United States is going to, Federal Reserve is going to lower interest rates at least two more times this year. Remember, last month was the first cut since 2008 financial crisis. Trump is trumping up this trade war talk with tariffs to put pressure on them to cut rates lower. It's going to work for a short time. Again, the lower rates go, the higher the dollar, the lower the dollar goes, the lower currencies go, and the higher gold goes. I'm the only person to call the gold bull run. Go our website, Trends Journal, you'll see the photo there right in the Trends Journal. Came out two months ago. So as we're ready to say goodbye, let's take a look at the markets. The Dow. Come on up, Dow. Where are you? Huh. Dow, Dow. Da-do, Dow, Dow. Huh. There we go. Dow's down 300 points. Oil. West Texas down 5.22%. Brent down 4.29. Very important. Brent crude is selling at $56 a barrel. You know what they need in Saudi Arabia to keep their phony economy running? Eh. $100 a barrel. When all else fails, they take you to war. So occupy peace. Give peace a big chance. And consider subscribing to the Trends Journal and do everything you can at this critical time to keep supporting Progressive Radio Network. So this is Gerald Salenti. And uh, I'm going to say goodbye this week. And see you next week. Prepare, prevail, and prosper. Bye-bye. Thank <laughs> you.